Hey, 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 what's going on, my people? Welcome back. This is Demetrio Frey. I've got something to say. It's been a little minute, but we're back. Uh, hopefully, I won't hold you long today. Um, it's something on my mind that I want to talk about. That's actually been on my heart for a minute. And hopefully you all will be able to relate or understand where I'm coming from. Today, it's all about toxicity. People, friends, colleagues, co-workers, acquaintances, even family being toxic now it's 2020 and I know a lot of subjects are often talked about Um, they are mentioned it's something that we say to ourselves or to our friends our closest probably on a daily basis but I think I need to get into it a little more and we're going to actually talk about a few things about some things I've been doing some research on, really thinking deeply about. And we're going to go over them. And I got 10 notes here to help you identify if you're toxic or if someone around you is. So sit tight. We'll be right back with more Demetrio Frey. I've got something to say. Yay! And we're back. You know, toxicity and being toxic. For those that don't really know what that is or what it means, think about something that's toxic. And and we're going to take it from a chemical standpoint. Anything that's toxic, they normally give you a warning. You ever been around um, maybe at a at a store or something that has a certain uh, material or uh, chemical and it has on the product caution toxic you've seen it in movies you've seen it in television shows maybe even cartoons certain chemical plants may have a skull and crossbone as a illustration of something toxic which can be deadly is something about this material is something about this product 
or whatever it may be that has something so harmful in it that it can disrupt, destroy, or kill the normal functionality of what it's supposed to be. So you think about that in the sense of people. Now, as I said earlier, I have a few notes we're going to go over to help you realize, recognize, sense if you or someone around you is toxic. Now, this first one I know everybody should be able to relate to in some sense, some form, some fashion. Number one, to identify if you're ever around somebody and you're left feeling emotionally exhausted after you've had an encounter with them, that person is toxic. It's a lot of situations we're in that are toxic. A lot of you in toxic relationships, toxic friendships, toxic occupations well even in your family you could be in toxic situations but if you're ever around somebody or something or people that after you talk to them you have an encounter with them no matter what it is you are feeling so emotionally drained that you feel like you just can't deal no more. You ever felt that? Like every time I go talk to David, oh my God, he just, he frustrates me so much and we argue all the time and it seems like we don't get anywhere and da 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 David is toxic. When that happens more often than none, consistently, maybe even on a daily basis. And after you have dealt with them, you feel just, ugh. That's being toxic. Now, some may say, well, that's not really toxic. They just, uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's what it is, baby. It's okay. They toxic. Because if you're ever around someone, and let's just say you're in a relationship with them or you're in a friendship or something like that. If you're around somebody and they can't bring you peace or add to the peace that you already have. And it happens more than once. It happens very often. It happens more and more to a point where I'm more emotionally drained then more emotionally encouraged. That's toxic, baby. Sir, that's toxic. If you still don't believe me, let's let's try take two. Let's, let's do number two. 
They try to intimidate you to get their way. They leave you with threats, all types of intimidation to make you do what they want you to do. That don't feel off to you. That doesn't feel like that's something that may destroy you. Because remember what I said earlier. If you think of something toxic from a chemical standpoint, it's something within that that may disrupt, destroy, or kill the normal functionality of said product, item, or thing. Your normal functionality is not to be intimidated. It's not to be threatened. It's not to feel emotionally drained. That's not what you're made for. So if something, someone, or some bodies are around you that's making you feel either way, that is something toxic. You still don't believe me? All right, let me give you one more. Let me give you one more. They try to control you by guilt tripping. And for those in the back that didn't hear me, I'm going to say that one more time. They try to control you by guilt tripping. Now, I know this all too well. I'm not calling out no names. I don't want nobody to take it personal. Because who you think it is, is not. But this has actually been within my family. They try to guilt trip. To make you feel bad. About something you want to do with your life. Or a decision you've made in your life. Or simply as something as. You get to do something they don't get to do. So they want you to feel bad about it. Yeah. You see. When you got people that have nothing going for themselves. And they see you elevating and wanting more in life. They want you to come back down to their level so they won't feel alone. If you still don't believe me, have you ever heard the saying, misery loves company? It does. Misery loves it. Misery can't sustain on its own. It needs to be fed. So it leeches and latches on to whatever other positive energy around it to further enhances itself to be more. See, where guilt tripping is you wanted to take a vacation. 
You've been working hard all year long, or two years, three years, never took a vacation for yourself, or you, or you want to go take your lady, take your boyfriend, your man, or whoever. And there's somebody that's always, oh, well, uh, well, why didn't you take me? You said you were going to take me. Okay, I guess I'll just sit here and not take a vacation either. You just enjoy yourself and just don't forget about that type of stuff. That that is just a small piece of it. That's not even going into depth. Oh, so you just going to leave me behind? You just going to move out of here? Just leave me behind? What about me? You ain't in it. That type stuff. And I'm trying to figure out just what the hell your life got to do with somebody else's life if it's not your children. I'm just saying. I know for me, if it's not about my child, if it's not directly affecting her, if it's not affecting her livelihood, if she's still going to be taken care of by me, I really don't want to hear no guilt tripping from nobody else. They ain't got nothing to do with me. Oh, but you're saying, Demetra, we still don't know. I mean, what do you mean about toxic? This, this is just human nature this is okay let me do one more you ever been around someone that's so easily jealous no matter what you do no matter what you say no matter who you're around without you even giving them a reason to be they're jealous. See, there's a couple parts of this. So you, you got people on the front end that's jealous of you solely because you are you. Now, I'm a witness to that. It's people out here that's jealous of me just because of my last name. Now, I know some of y'all looking like, okay, what is that supposed to mean? Look, trust me. <laughs> there's people that I know in my whole lifetime jealous just because of my last name because my last name carries uh, a, a tradition it, it carries strength in a way from the family that I've come from. When you hear my last name, you know exactly what I bring to the table just by hearing my last name. And there's been many people who have been jealous of that. Why? I don't know. You could simply do the same things that I do or my family does or what we do, which is all positive and good things. But you choose not to. You choose to take that energy, turn it into jealousy. And that's just something that I can't get jiggy with. And I know you can't either while listening to this, because even with that, some of you may be in a relationship. 
that no matter what you do, what you say, who you talk to, who you're around, you got that jealous, significant other. And it comes from insecurities of them. If you got somebody out here that's always winning. And they're not winning because they cheated. They're not winning because they... Uh, they, they're not getting the promotions at work because they're sleeping with anybody because they, they're really working hard. They're actually putting their foot in the ground using that mamba mentality and working hard to actually get where they want to be, get what they want out of life. And you got people sitting there like, well, they must have did this and they who they sleeping with to do this and they must be doing something illegal to have all that. Why always got to be some negative shiggity? Why? Why why are you worried about it? Why are you so concerned about what I'm doing? Why are you so concerned about how I live my life? Why are you trying to tear me down just to build yourself up? If anything, get with me. Ask some questions. How are you doing this? What what made you do that? How is this working for you? So you can be in the same boat as me. But with that jealousy, you would never even be in the same water as me. But you could if you act right. Jealousy in a relationship, all insecurities. Whether those insecurities are valid or not. These are all signs of toxic. Or toxicity, rather. I'm just saying. Don't ignore the signs. Because we've seen all four of the things I've just said. And half the time we don't even pay any attention until it's too late. I got more. <laughs> there is more. Right after this, with more, Demetrio Frey. I've got something to say. Yay! There's also those who can't take no for answer this kind of goes back to guilt tripping when you get to a point in life where you say you know what this person these people this situation has used me long enough and it stops now. So when those people, that person, that situation arise again, and you give them the answer no, now all of a sudden they feel you've changed. You're not right. 
you're wrong for telling me no. How could you do that? How could you say that? See, that kind of goes back to guilt tripping as well. So when people drain the life out of you, you have to find within yourself to say, to feel, to execute, and live by. No. You know, you got that one person that always asking you for money. They don't they don't give a damn about you. They don't call to check on you. They don't see if you need anything. But when you do hear from them, it's about money. It's about this. It's about that. Can't get nothing else out of them. But they want something from you. And the moment you say no, then you're the bad guy. Those type people, toxic. Those people are also self-absorbed. All about them. Always about them. Always about something that they need. Always about their troubles and their problems. And they never are concerned about you. They never pick up the phone to say, hey, are you at least alive? Are you breathing? These people I've said no to and I've never heard from them again. It's been years since I heard from them. I actually seen someone two weeks ago that I said no to years ago they looked me in my face and didn't even say hey how you doing how you been I looked at them and giggled yep yep that's right I giggled grown man giggling cause it's funny you're just that self absorbed where you're sitting up on your high horse now and the things that you needed that you can provide for yourself that other people give to you, you don't even have the decency to say hello. That's cool. Which brings me to my next point. Those who constantly see themselves as victims they are toxic they are no matter the situation no matter what happens oh woe is me oh they did this to me how could they toxic these are the type of people that you listen to you have conversations with and their stories what they have to say they they it's always a question mark on why things happen to them all the time like they often wonder why everyone seems to leave them 
uh, these people are in so-called relationships and one after another or he wasn't doing this and I wonder why he did this to me and then the other guy did this to me and another guy baby it might be you it might be you that's the toxic one here because one thing I believe in especially when it comes to relationships if you're in multiple relationships time after time every two Tuesdays you with a different person it might be you. I don't know. I'm just saying it might be you. Because I believe in one person, multiple relationships, back to back, time after time. The only common denominator here is you. All these different women, all these different men, the only common denominator here is you. And ain't none of them worked out? Mm. Every time something goes down at work, they complain. Why they always coming down on me? Why is this happening to me? Why do they do this? Why do they do that? That's toxic, baby. Whether you toxic to yourself or toxic to others... That is toxicity. Now, this next one is one of my favorites. You ever had a backhanded compliment? <laughs> like, if you, if you don't know what a backhanded compliment is, let me explain. You do something great. You're proud of something something good happened for you and you always get around this person or these people who congratulate you good job I'm happy for you but right at the end of that sentence it's always something negative yeah see see if you got a new car finally got a car you don't worked hard to save up you've been through hell and high water you don't took bus trains airplanes ubers lift bicycles skateboards scooters skates and you finally finally get blessed with the car even if it's not a brand new one it's your car and you're proud of it you're happy you're ecstatic overwhelmed with joy no more skateboards no more bicycles no more scooters you can get into your own stuff now and go right and as we always do you know when we pull up somewhere we may go to a family's house or friend's house and hey you know this is my new car right here or Hey, I take you. I just got a car. Or even if you're not trying to show it off, you you go somewhere. Somebody you know they see you and they see how happy you are about it. Then you hear some things like this. Oh, you got your new car. Oh, okay, that's nice. That's real nice. Uh huh. Ain't all that, but it's nice. 
oh you got yourself a new job oh okay okay where is it oh okay all right well be careful because i heard they be doing some shiesty stuff up there because i didn't be there Oh, you got a new girlfriend, new boyfriend. Oh, okay, that's nice or whatever. Well, you you, you know, uh, such and such family. I mean, damn. Every time I do something great, every time I try to elevate in life and something great happens to me, there's always that person that brings it down some way, somehow, in some form. And again, I don't know about you all, but... I can't get jiggy with it. No. These are the type of people that are toxic. These are the type of people I encourage you to remove from yourself. And another one. No respect for boundaries. No respect. They're pushy. They're overbearing. They're constantly getting out of pocket, overstepping their boundaries. Because you got people out here that, that want to do what they want to do, regardless to how you feel. If you have somebody that you help, for example, and let's just say you, I don't know, you you let them use your vehicle. Hey, I'm going to work at 10. I know you don't have a car, but you're trying to get around to find your job. So I'll be there at 9.30 to pick you up. You drop me off at work. You take the car. Go handle your business. Right? That don't give you the right to disrespect people's stuff. See, the boundary is for you to respect the blessing that somebody else has given you. The good deed that somebody's trying to do for you. And you overstep your boundaries by either running out all the gas. Got a whole bunch of people and friends in the car. Having a car dirty. See, small stuff like that can become bigger things. You got people that don't respect the boundaries of your relationships or your personal business. They always want to know what you're doing, where you're going, who is this. Let me interject. Hell no. Every single time. They just got to know. They got to be involved. They got to. No, no, but this ain't. And that causes a riff in the friendship, relationship, or whatever it is that you have with that other person. Then that will start leaving you emotionally exhausted. Because they can't take no. And then they might put you on a guilt trip. You see how all these things are coming back to one big circle? Yeah, that's what I mean. I'm going to hit you with one more. Right after this, on Demetrio Frey, 
I've got something to say. Yay! Last but not least, the overshare. Yeah, the overshare. See, these are the the people who want to tell you every single bit of their business. All the nooks, all the crannies. They don't want to leave nothing out. And And they do all of this in some way to get your approval on whatever it is that they want or are trying to do. Why? I don't know. But the thing is, when you tell them, hey, what you're trying to do may not be so good. What you're trying to do may not work. What you're trying to do may not be healthy for you. And when they don't get the answer that they're looking for, these are the people that turn on you. These are the people who will call you, hey, 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 uh uh-uh. You're not my friend anymore. You're not who I thought you were supposed to be. You're not, uh, you're not telling me what I want to hear. And there's nothing you can do about that. If I came to you and told you all my business and what I'm trying to do, and you're like, hey, what you're trying to do, I don't think that's so... (laughs) I don't think you should do that. And me as a person, I say, well, who asked you? You're not my friend. I thought you were on my side. Those are toxic people. Those are the people, as I said, will turn on you, which again will leave you emotionally drained. They can't say no. They will put you on a guilt trip. Somewhere along the way, you have to take a stand within your life and X out any and all toxicity that may exist. Because these things can drain you. These things will drain you. And if you're going to be the best to you, no matter who it is, and let me make this clear, no matter who it is, I don't care if it's your mama. I'm not saying don't love your mother. I'm not saying don't love your family. I'm not saying that at all. Hell, I'm not even saying don't care about them. What I'm saying is, start caring more about yourself. Because you do all these things to babysit and hold the hands of all these people in your life who are toxic and they're draining you, they're killing you. There's something within your product that may be delaying, destroying, 
disrupting your normal functionality and it can kill you. Now, it may not kill you physically, but it may kill your career, your spirit, your heart, your drive, your emotions, your relationships. These are the things you have to pay attention to. Take the remedy I'm giving you. Remove those toxic pieces from your life. It's not that you don't care, but you need to start caring about you. I think that's fair to say. And as always, I love you. Thank you for listening. And we will be back with more next time on Demetrio Frey. I've got something to say.